Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Making Moves. I'm here today with me, myself, and I. I'm so excited to chit-chat with y'all because it's been a while since we've done a solo daddy episode. Why do I have to put daddy at the end of everything? I'm like, my Puma daddies, my Adidas daddies, my solo daddy. Anyway, whatever. Today, I wanted to talk about how the fork I just landed my dream job because it's pretty surreal for me. And I feel like for you guys following along because if you have been listening to this podcast for a while now. First of all, love you. I'm sending hand hearts on the video version if you're not watching. If you've been following me for a long time, you know how long I've been wanting to do hosting. My dream has always been to be on television, to have a microphone in my hand, and to be interviewing, interacting with people on a screen. Like That has always been my goal. And I didn't really know that that meant hosting until I kind of got into the industry a little bit more. I knew I wanted to be in entertainment. I knew I wanted to do something with TV and being in front of the camera. And I knew I wanted to be holding a microphone. But I didn't know that would eventually mean, you know, a podcast or red carpet interviews or hosting an award show. Like never in my wildest dreams did I think that would be my path. But I feel like a lot of people are just now reaching out being like oh my gosh either I'm so happy for you or wow you know I didn't know you wanted to be hosting like is this what you want yada yada and the thing is is I'm like the real ones know but I really wanted to travel back on the trajectory of my career and really show you guys how long it has taken me to get my first big hosting gig because It literally has been like nine years, you guys. And it got me thinking about all of the people that I'm just now discovering in the entertainment world or even in the business world. You know, I'm thinking about the Sabrina Carpenters of the world, the Tate McRae's of the world, the Kelsey Ballerinis, the Zach Bryans, all those people that just won Best New Artist at the Grammys. Example, Victoria Monet. I wasn't really familiar with her. I know her one song. She has the, oh, my mama, I look good, I look fly. I'm, I know I'm saying it wrong, but you you know what I mean. Anyway, I remember watching the Grammys and seeing she won Best New Artist, and I was super happy for her, but I, wa- I didn't know much about her. I knew some of the other nominees a little bit more, and I was like, huh, I wonder why she won this, because I only really know one of her songs. And then, thank you, Algorithm, for feeding me what I wanted to know, I was served a TikTok on my For You feed that was explaining the time and motherforking effort this girl has been putting in for years, not hours, not days, not months, literal years, like decades, guys. She has been putting in the work to try and get to the point where she could even be her own solo artist. And if you just look up on TikTok, Victoria Monet, career 
Like, I'm sure it'll pop up. I was blown away by the time and effort this girl has put into her craft and into her dream of being a solo artist. And the fact that she just now, after all that time and effort into becoming a solo artist, she has finally just now won her first ever Grammy, which made me even more excited for her, but also gave me peace about my own career. And before she became her own solo artist, she was working for a gazillion other artists, writing for them, being around them, learning from the best, and eventually branching off and doing her own thing. I'm pretty sure she was also dropped by different labels, managers. I don't know the nitty gritty of her career, but what I do know is that girl's been working her ass off for years and years and years, and I just now found out about her, and I couldn't be happier for her. All of that to say is that it got me thinking about success and getting your dream job and how a lot of people are in the trenches grinding before they see an ounce of success or they even get the opportunity to rise to the occasion. And I think it's something that's not talked about enough because a lot of people, I think, even look at me with my one little hosting gig and they're like, oh my gosh, you know, she's had it so easy. Why did she even get this? Does she even deserve this? maybe a little bit of confusion, but also I've gotten a lot of support. And the thing is, is like, I am very lucky at the end of the day with with the way I was raised, with the support system I have around me, with the resources that I have. Like I have a lot of things that a lot of people don't have, but it doesn't undermine my hard work and the hours and time I've put into crafting the career that I've made for myself. So it got me thinking. In a world of scrolling, liking, commenting, sharing, and immediate gratification, we sometimes forget the secret sauce to success is sometimes time. There's a thing called divine timing, which if you are a spiritual girly, if you're tuned in and locked into your manifestations and things like that, you've probably heard this term before, divine timing. And I think about it a lot. I literally wouldn't be alive if divine timing didn't exist. If my mom, who's from Canada, didn't go on vacation to the Bahamas at the same time as my dad, who's from Indiana, at the same time, and not only that, like being in the Bahamas at the same time, but also sitting next to each other at the exact same time at that blackjack table, if they hadn't met at that exact time, especially considering all the other factors about where they were at in life, them both being single, why were they even there on vacation? Like it could have been a family thing, but they were both on friend trips. Like the fact that they were there in the Bahamas at that blackjack table at the exact same time is what I call divine timing. My brother and I literally wouldn't exist if it weren't for divine timing and my parents meeting at that exact time. There is no way my parents would have met had it not been for that exact time time at the blackjack table in the Bahamas. Like my parents have no mutual connections. There's probably no way, shape or form they probably would have met if it weren't for that exact timing. <laughs> and I think about this a lot when it comes to dating. Like, have you ever heard the saying, right person, wrong time? I believe in that. I really think that's a thing. Like you can meet someone and they are the love of your life. They might be your soulmate, but they might not be ready for a committed relationship, or maybe you're not ready for a committed relationship. It comes down to the timing sometimes. If you haven't heard of divine timing, let me explain to you what it means from the internet. I got everything that's basically in this podcast from the internet, so if you wanna fact check me, just blame the internet. Divine timing is the belief that every single thing that occurs in your life happens at just the right moment. The universe is here to look after you and will never put you in a place where you can't handle your current life situation. I don't know about y'all, but that brings me peace. Like the thought of divine timing relaxes me, knowing that I would not be put in this position if I couldn't handle it. And trusting that the universe, God, whatever the fork you believe in, wouldn't put you in a situation that you can't handle. If you're driving in your car on your way to work, if you're on a hot girl walk right now listening to this podcast, if you're cleaning your apartment, you're supposed to be doing that right now for a reason. I don't know what the reason is, but you're supposed to be doing that. Maybe your divine timing is right now hearing this podcast because you've been feeling discouraged about your career 
or about you being single or about you not having it all quite yet. And let me just tell you, there's a reason for that. I don't know what it is. I wish I knew the reason for my own life, but I like to believe that it's divine timing and I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be at this moment for a reason. And I think about people's stories that I just know personally about them meeting at the right time, them being on a dating app at the right time, them being at a bar at the right time. So much of life has to do with timing. And I like to believe that divine timing is in our favor. Speaking of divine timing when it comes to career, I literally would have never gotten my job with Alicia being her producer had I not met my friend Kenzie Elizabeth at a random AF church event in LA. Like, the fact that I met her at that place at that time and she was the reason that I even met Alicia, like she introduced me to my future boss, which ultimately changed my whole career choice and path. That's crazy. Like the fact that I met her at that exact time, I don't know that I would have had the career that I do now. Now think about this. There is literally no other career in the world other than influencing where you just all of a sudden blow up and become the CEO of your business overnight. There is no other career that does this. Now, disregard Nepo babies. <laughs> this does not apply to them. <laughs> this is for the normies like me and you who don't have a parent that's already famous that can get us into certain rooms that can ultimately blow us up. This is for the normies, okay? In the non-influencer social media world, aka the real world, the corporate world, no one is becoming CEO overnight. No one at Warner Brothers, who's an assistant right now, is not just going to blow up and become the CEO overnight. No one at Amazon is going to do that. No one at Pizza Hut is going to do that. No one in the medical field is just going to skip medical school and residency and all of a sudden become a surgeon. Like that is just not normal or realistic. And I think as a generation who's chronically online, that would literally never be me, by the way. We sometimes forget in the real world, you don't blow up overnight. Good things take time. In fact, I've seen so many stories where influencers will blow up overnight and they don't even know what to do with themselves. Like, it's scary. Think about that. One day you're just living your life and you post a random video and then you go viral and blow up and all of a sudden have all these eyes on you that you were not prepared for and accidentally have this career fallen into your lap that you didn't necessarily even ask for. Most influencers that blow up overnight are not ready for that type of success or that type of attention. I mean, think about it. Who would be? It's awesome that they get this crazy once in a lifetime opportunity, but... It's way harder to manage and deal with than you would probably think. Get this. I mean, one day you're literally partying at a frat at the University of Miami. And then within the next couple of months, you're literally Forbes 30 under 30. That is insane. And the thing is, is Alex Earl is quite the outlier. Out of all the social media people that have blown up overnight, Alex truly, in my opinion, has handled it the best or is at least one of the people that has handled it the best. You can just tell by being a viewer that her personality and persona haven't changed a ton. You can tell that she has a good head on her shoulders, that she has an amazing support system, that she still seems normal, which is why people are still obsessed with her and she hasn't flopped yet. But the reality is, is the odds of that blow up overnight viral sensation moment happening to you or to me is so slim. And to be honest, if you really think about it, I don't even know that you would even want that. Or I don't even know that I would want that. When I look back on my career and my life, my rise to success is literally the complete opposite of Alex Earls, which I kind of take that back because Alex, I'm pretty sure, was posting videos for years and years and years before she really blew up. But there was a time in social media where she truly had that blow up internet sensation viral moment but beforehand she was working her ass off like she was grinding posting videos editing and like no one was watching and even though she did have that blow up moment we as a society forget the time and effort she took to even get to that moment
Thank you so much to Apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of Making Moves. Apartments.com believes a dishwasher does more than just clean plates. It turns your whole place into a time machine by turning the time you would have spent washing dishes into extra time for you. That could mean more time to read, more time to knit, or more time to contemplate the vastness of time itself. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live with an elusive dishwashing slash time-expanding device is easy. Apartments.com hosts the most rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So I just landed my first big hosting gig, which was hosting the TikTok Live Fest Global Award show. And I was co-hosting it with Terry Crews and the musical performer was Megan Trainer. And I literally think, like, I literally look at the graphics that were made to promote the show and I was like, this is literally insane. Like, what is my life? How did I get here? And I look back on the past basically nine years that I've been grinding and I'm like, okay, this does track. Like, this does make sense. It's still unreal to me. It's still surreal. And I think a lot of people obviously aren't considering the nine years that I've been working to get to this one hosting gig. And I don't even think most of my friends understood like how big of a deal it was until they like saw me actually doing it or saw me posting it. Like a lot of my friends were like, whoa, I had no idea how like big of a deal this was, yada, yada. And honestly, I don't even know that I knew how big of a deal it was for me in my career either. When I look back on my life, it's it's crazy thinking about how I got from A to Z. And I want to share it with you guys. I moved from Bloomington, Indiana to L.A. a week after I turned 18 to go to school. But in my head, I was starting my career literally at 18 because I was in a big city. My college experience was not the average college experience. Like we weren't tailgating. We weren't going to frats. I mean, I had a few times where I went to the USC frats, but it wasn't normal. Like it wasn't party central and it was hard. Like my first three years that I lived in Los Angeles were miserable. I was just talking to someone last night because they had moved here like a year ago and they were like, I don't have many girlfriends and I'm struggling, yada, yada. And I was like, oh, just do wait. Like, I don't want to discourage you. But the reality is, is like if you move to a big city, especially a city like L.A., where there's a lot of traffic, people don't want to leave their area. It's hard to meet people. I was like, I'm going to be straight up with you. I hope that this doesn't discourage you, but if anything encourages you that it's going to take probably at least three years to get used to and to find people 
that you can actually rely on and find an actual friend group. And I honestly wish someone would have told me that because knowing that would have helped me get through the tough times, like knowing, okay, I'm not at three years yet. Like, it's okay. And the thing is, is like, I'm nine years into LA and I still struggle with friendships from time to time. I still struggle with my support system from time to time. I still struggle with all the normal things people struggle with. It's just, I'm not talking about it 24 seven. And cut to nine years later, here I am now in my own studio, having my own podcast, landing my first hosting gig. And I truly feel like I'm just now getting started in my career. Like I feel like I'm just now doing the thing that I've always felt like I was born for and felt like I've always dreamed about doing. Like, And I didn't really know what it, that was at the time. Like nine years ago when I moved here, freshly 18, I didn't even know this is where I would end up being or this is what I even wanted to be. I had no idea. I knew the vibes that I wanted to have. (laughs) I knew the energy I wanted to give. I knew the industry I wanted to be in, which was the entertainment industry. And the reason I'm even bringing up the past nine years of my life that I've really honed in and focused on my career is because good things take time. Like people on the internet that see me get my hosting gig are like, whoa, That's crazy. Like TK got a hosting gig. That's so awesome. Or why the heck did she get that? Or why did they pick her? Babe, I've been grinding for the past nine years. And I'm not trying to say that to be like, oh, yeah, I deserve this, blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of things that go into it. There's a lot of timing. There's a lot of resources. There's a lot of luck that goes into things. But I also am confident in saying I've worked my forking ass off to be ready for this moment. And I thank God and the universe every day that I wasn't offered this opportunity five years ago because I wouldn't have been ready. I would have made a fool out of myself. And that would have been embarrassing and hindered my career more so than catapulted it. I thank divine timing for that because the universe, God, whatever you believe in, knew that I was not ready. And they knew I would have been ready. And I was ready to play ball this time. And it got me thinking about time and how Rome wasn't built in a day and neither was TK's career. Okay. (laughs) And neither was Alex Earls. Like she's been grinding for the past however many years. So then I started thinking about that saying Rome wasn't built in a day. And then it really got me thinking who else's careers weren't built in a day. Most people's weren't built in a day. Like I would say like 99.9% of people in the world didn't have their career built in a day. Like that is just so, 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 so rare and not normal. And I started doing research. So I started asking my friends and family. I'm like, who do you know in your life that have been grinding for years and years and years and finally saw success later on in life. I even asked you guys on Instagram who came to mind for you. And then I started researching on the good old internet. I started searching whose careers didn't take off till later in life because that is what's truly inspiring to me. That's what keeps me going. That is what makes me want to wake up and do my best and grind every single day so that I can be prepared for when I get another opportunity to play ball. And I read a bunch of articles and I wanna share people that stood out to me. The first person that I read about is Sam Walton. You might be wondering, who the heck is Sam Walton? Sam Walton founded Walmart at the age of 44. Y'all, I'm literally 26. Like, I'm like, why haven't I gotten this? Oh my gosh, I'm irrelevant. So-and-so who's way younger than me is already way more successful than me. That is negative energy that needs to leave the forking chat. In fact, I'm removing it from the group chat. Negative, All that negative energy. I'm removing it from the group chat. Sam Walton founded Walmart at the age of 44. He had been successful in the retail environment in his younger years, but nothing out of the ordinary. He was working hard. He was showing up to work. He was doing the damn thing, but nothing out of the ordinary, nothing that was life changing. Okay, he was doing a good job at his job like most people do. Walmart went on to become one of the biggest companies in the world. And Walton has become one of the world's richest. There you have it, folks. 
Sam Walton, just a regular schmegular, grinding, showing up to work, day in and day out, boom, one day. <laughs> he changed his life forever. But it wasn't until the age of 44. Like, that's inspiring to me. Another person that might ring a bell, Martha Stewart. The home and kitchen icon didn't find real success until age 41 when her first cookbook was published. Before she became a household name, Martha Stewart worked on Wall Street and owned a Connecticut catering firm. But real fame struck Stewart at age 41. With the 1982 publication of her first book, Entertaining, and the launch of Martha Stewart Living seven years later. She faced another challenge in 2004 when she was sentenced to five months in jail for obstructing a federal securities investigation. She has written nearly 100 books and has amassed millions of followers on social media. Got this all from a Business Insider article. Y'all, she didn't even launch her cookbook until she was 41. That's insane. In my eyes, I feel like Martha Stewart has been famous her whole life. Like, she's just had it made her whole life. And she's probably still out here in the trenches grinding to stay relevant, to keep up with the next big thing. Vera Wang, you know, the iconic fashion designer. Well, Dirty Forkers. She was a figure skater and a journalist before entering the fashion industry at age 40. 40! I'm literally 26! What do I have to worry about? Today, she is one of the world's premier women's designers. And she is. She's a household name. But it wasn't till the age of 40 that she even entered the fashion industry. So this is your sign. If you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, you still have time to pursue something you love, to pursue your passion, to make it happen, to really blow up. Colonel Sanders. Hello, KFC. Colonel Sanders didn't invent his famous chicken recipe until he was 50 years old. His famous chain of restaurants is still doing well today. His likeness has been used to market KFC since the very beginning. 50 years old, y'all. This is also from the same Business Insider article. College students everywhere owe a debt of thanks to Momofuku Ando. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. At the age of 48, he created those ramen noodles that poor students rely on for life itself. <laughs> like, think about how many times you've heard about ramen noodles or been eating ramen noodles or that was the only thing you could afford. This man, Momofuku, did not invent these until he was at the age of 48. That's insane. He has a whole ass life before he was 48, before he rose to fame or made his millions. Stan Lee, known to everyone as the creator of Spider-Man and the X-Men, Stan Lee didn't experience success until the age of 39. And his most well-known work didn't occur until several years after that. Who says it's too late, y'all, to start what you have always wanted to do or to just continue doing what you have always been dreaming or seeking for? Chris Jenner, the momager of all momagers, my dream podcast guest. Chris <laughs> Jenner was 52 when she met with Hollywood producer Ryan Seacrest in 2007 to pitch the idea for a reality TV show following her family. The resulting show, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, became a hit, and Jenner went on to manage her children's various ventures in fashion, beauty, and media. 52. You guys, Chris was out here grinding for 52 years before she even pitched the idea of having the show, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and think about how much that has changed her life. And think about how hard they have worked just as a unit, as a family, to remain relevant, to keep pushing themselves, to keep being the best of the best at what they do. Like they really changed the whole reality TV world and really put women owning businesses and in social media on the map in some ways. Betty White was one of the most award-winning comedic actresses in history, but she didn't become an icon until she joined the cast of The Mary Tyler Moore Show in 1973 at the age of, drumroll please, 
51. 51. Guys, Betty White is an icon. But she's probably been grinding for years and years and years and years and years. Good things take time. Emmy-nominated actress and trans rights activist Laverne Cox rose to prominence with her role in Netflix's Orange is the New Black in 2013 when she was 41. In 2014, she graced the cover of Time Magazine at age 42. At 45, she was nominated for her first Emmy. I'm sure Laverne still wants to win an Emmy. Like here it says she's nominated for an Emmy. I'm sure she's like, I'm not even close to being done. And she was just nominated at 45. I hope that these stories inspire you because they light a little fire under my butt to keep grinding, keep putting it out there in the world and in the universe. My dream, my passion, what I'm working towards, because sometimes it's hard to stay on track. And a lot of people in your life are going to tell you to stop, especially after year two, three, four, five, 10, 20 30, a lot of people are going to tell you, all right, I think it's time to switch careers or to switch gears a little or to try something new because clearly this acting thing that you've always wanted to do isn't working. Clearly, you know, this influencing thing isn't taking off. Good things take time, you guys. Sometimes they take a lot of time. Samuel L. Jackson didn't get his first big role until the age of 43. Prior to that, he was a struggling actor with little future. Now he's known by people all over the world for his acting. First big role at 43 years old. Similar to Samuel, Viola Davis developed a love for acting back in high school and appeared in numerous films before getting her first big break in 2008 when she received the role in Doubt at the age of 43 years old. Despite only having one scene in the film, her performance was so impressive that it gained Davis her first Oscar nomination, paved her way to success. This also reminds me that it's so important to be nice to everyone because you really never know who the fork is going to blow up in 10, 20, 30 years. And they might put you on like they might bring you along their success. They might need you to help with the film that they're the star of. You just never know who's going to blow up at what time. And that's why it's important to be nice to everyone. You don't have to be best forking friends with them, but just be nice. Be polite. Go the extra mile. Be supportive. Like, it's really not that hard. Be nice. In the 90s, John Hamm was still working as a waiter and had a hard time finding acting jobs. Ham promised himself to quit trying if he won't succeed until his 30th birthday. Luckily, the actor received some acting jobs to keep him going, but his first big break happened when he was 37 and was offered to play Don Draper in Mad Men. I actually listened to a podcast that he was on. It was the Smart List podcast, and he was talking about how he was a waiter and he learned so much from being a waiter and he was, you know, auditioning like crazy and couldn't get a break or couldn't get a role. And I think about all my friends and they're still auditioning. They're still grinding. They still have that corporate job that they so badly want to leave because they still haven't gotten a break in the acting world. Like they have to pay their bills somehow, whether it's Ubering, Instacarting, waitressing. People are out here grinding for years and years and years before they even get the opportunity to rise to the occasion to get their break. Tina Fey, I just finished reading her book, Bossy Pants, highly recommend. Her story is really inspiring. Tina Fey is one of the best writers, producers, actors in the world, I think. She found major success after she turned 30 years old. I'm literally 26. Why do, what am I freaking out over? That's insane. She was hired as a Saturday Night Live writer in her mid-20s, but it was after the age of 30 when her career really took off. At age 30, she was cast as Jimmy Fallon's co-anchor on the popular Weekend Update sketch on SNL, which was the start of it all as she was arguably the funniest co-anchor that ever starred on the segment. This helped her develop fame and a fan base. At age 34, Faye wrote the hit feature film Mean Girls, which is quoted all the time. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. In her early 40s, Faye was starring in the hit sitcom 30 Rock, and she created the hit series Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Something about Tina Fey that really resonated with me when I read her book that reminded me of how someone's linear 
path to success isn't going to be your linear path to success. In fact, your path to success might be all over the place. It might look like a crazy map of the world. Like you're going you're going all over the place before you get the opportunity to get your big break. And it all comes back to timing, especially divine timing, because never in a million years did Tina Fey probably expect her to be a writer on SNL when Sarah Palin was in the running for vice president at the time when she was in cahoots with SNL. And she just so happened to kind of look like her, which made the skits that she played of Sarah Palin perform really well. And after reading her book, she talks a lot about how that really put her on the map in a different lens. Like it really showed that she's a comedian and she's great on camera. And I don't want to speak for her, but you know, who knows if 30 Rock would even exist had she not had that divine timing moment looking like Sarah Palin doing all the sketch comedy there and then using all of the success and analytics of her sketches being Sarah Palin to help catapult her show that she created, which was 30 Rock. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Tori Burch was 38 years old when she launched her now famous fashion label, TRB, by Tori Burch. After its launch, her brand success skyrocketed due to an endorsement by Oprah Winfrey as the next big thing in fashion. Today, her T-logo medallion is widely recognized as a popular fashion brand. I literally was just on TikTok yesterday and was seeing all of the it girl influencers at the Tori Burch fashion show in New York City during Fashion Week. She was 38 when she launched her brand. How old are you, Dirty Forker? You have time. Good things take time. Sometimes it takes time to figure out what you even want to do, where it is you're even trying to get to. And sometimes you have roadblocks in your life. There's romance. Maybe you fall in love. Maybe you get broken up with. Maybe you get in the wrong crowd. Maybe you have a kid. There's roadblocks or, you know, speed bumps along the way. But good things really do take time. Sometimes you really fall off track and it takes you a few years to get back on track. I know with me in the last two years, I've really struggled just with my mental health, wondering if I'm in the right industry, second guessing myself, listening to negative energy or doubters and haters along the way. And it took me a solid year to get back on track. And now I feel like I'm confident. I know where I'm going. I finally landed my first big hosting gig. And I feel like this is truly just the beginning for me. And it probably is just the beginning for you as well. Billionaire Spanx founder Sarah Blakely, need to get her on the podcast, sold office supplies door to door for seven years in her 20s before her line of slimming footless pantyhose launched to success in 2000. She quit her sales job at 30 years old to run her company full time. And think about how long it took for her to probably see success of the company. Like she probably quit her job full time, started Spanx, and then didn't see a dime until years and years and years. Bob Ross spent 20 years, you're not going to believe this, in the U.S. Air Force. Y'all, he literally was serving our country. Upon retiring, he taught himself to paint and become everyone's favorite painting teacher at the age of 41. He lived a gazillion different lives before 
he got his big break, which is what we all know him for. But in his head, he's probably like, oh, my gosh, I literally was in the Air Force. He probably did a gazillion other different jobs. He probably had a gazillion different romances along the way. I don't know. But like, it's just crazy to think that we only know some people for what they got famous for, but we don't know their whole life leading up to it. And, you know, how long he really has been creative or he has been painting. He probably was a good painter when he was a kid or at least was interested in it as a child. Before J.K. Rowling wrote Harry Potter, the best-selling book series in history, she struggled with depression, poverty, tried to recover after a bad divorce, and was looking for a way to provide for her child. During this tough time, Rowling began writing Harry Potter. People probably thought she was insane. People probably thought she was off her rocker, batshit, weird. Do you know how many people were probably like, yeah, that girl's crazy? Little did they know. The first book of the series was published in 1997, my birth year, when she was 32 and kickstarted her astonishing career as a writer. Best book series in the history of all book series. Insane. Get this, my new bestie, <laughs> Terry Crews, has received numerous accolades for his comedy work on award-winning shows. Everybody Hates Chris, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Of course, we love him from America's Got Talent and TikTok Live Fest with TK. <laughs> but no one was laughing when they got tackled by Cruz during his four-season stint as a defensive player for various NFL teams in the mid-90s. Talk about a career change. Like, that's insane. He literally was a NFL player, and now he's known for being the, one of the best hosts, comedians, actors of all time. Not him being in the same sentence during the Grammys a couple of weeks ago with Taylor Swift. Like, that's insane. He probably never in a million years thought that he would be so immersed in the entertainment world. If you have a job right now and you still have that fire, that burning desire within you to pursue something that you've always wanted to do, a passion of yours, a dream of yours that you haven't really tapped into yet, I'm just here to tell you it's not too late. It's gonna take time. It's gonna be hard as fork. But if all of these people can do it, if I can do it, you can do it. And I feel like I'm just now getting started. Like it's been nine years and I'm just now getting started. Imagine when there's nine more years, when I have 18 years under my belt of experience, that is priceless. If I feel like I'm ready now, I can't even imagine how ready I will feel for the hosting gig that I hopefully will get in nine more years. Dirty Forkers, I have to include him. Jeff Bezos had a lucrative career in computer science on Wall Street and took on top roles at various financial firms before transitioning to the world of e-commerce and launching Amazon at 31 years old. We have time. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. We have time. Good things take time. In fact, have you ever heard of the saying, you're not an expert until you've put 10,000 hours of work into something because I believe that like how could you be an expert if you haven't put at least 10,000 hours of work into something 10,000 hours equates to 417 work days so think about that have you spent 417 days perfecting your craft becoming an expert in your field becoming the best of the best because in my opinion that's just the start of it the 10,000 hours is just the beginning of you being able to really say, I'm a professional at A, B, and C. I asked my friends and my family members who, who came to mind when they thought of the saying, Rome wasn't built in a day. And these are some of the people they mentioned. Sophia Emmeruso, the girl that started Girl Boss and Nasty Gal. Emily Weiss, the founder of Glossier. Susan Boyle. Remember the woman who went on America's Got Talent at literally... 47 years old and like had the best voice in the world. <laughs> Insane. Laura Inglewood Wilder, Abraham Lincoln, Mr. Beast, Dave Portnoy in Barstool, Nike, founder of Nike. If you haven't read that book, by the way, it's inspiring as hell. Shoe Dog. He worked for years and years and years just to try and stay afloat, to be able to pay his bills. And it, it's really inspiring. I definitely recommend. Eric Spolstra, my brother recommended him. He said that he is the coach of the Miami Heat. 
And he started with the Heat as the videographer and worked his way up. And now he's one of the best coaches in the NBA ever. Insane. Started as the videographer. This is your sign. Start small. Start as the water boy. Start as the videographer. Start as the assistant. Start as the intern. Like you never know where you could end up. These are all of the people you recommended on Instagram. George Clooney. Lots of Viola Davises. Kim Kardashian. Emily Mariko. Oprah, Leslie Jones. Wow. Someone said, my mom, our company is now doing 12 million in revenue a year and she started at 50. That's insane. Pedro Pascal, Julia Child, Jane Lynch. Someone said, I feel like actors go through 20 years worth of auditions and people overlook their hard work. Completely agree. I think a lot of people also underestimate some influencers. Like, We be out here uploading daily, sometimes multiple times a day. And like you don't see your numbers go up like crazy until years and years and years. Like I haven't I haven't blown up at all. And I've been posting my life on the Internet for like five, six years. Like I've only been doing this full time for two years or this is my second year. But I've had this I've had a podcast for a long time and we haven't hit the a million views an episode era yet. (laughs) Beloved comedian Steve Carell is known for his many blockbuster hits, including The 40-Year-Old Virgin and The Big Short. But he didn't land his hit role as Michael Scott in The Office until he was 42. Actually, imagine being an actor your whole life trying to make it. And then at 42, like your life literally changes. So inspiring. So awesome. Ariana Huffington founded her namesake news publication, The Huffington Post, at age 50. While she worked as a political commentator and writer for her early career, the success of her digital media publication made her a household name. HuffPost later sold to AOL for $315 million. You guys, we are so chronically online that we just expect things to blow up like crazy. We need to dial it back a little and be realistic. Things are going to blow up. You know, I find that a lot of it, my influencer friends that start businesses, they're like, wait, this is really hard. Why isn't this blown up? I'm like, y'all, just because you have a following and you have a community and you have an audience doesn't mean that your business will be successful like that. Starting a business is hard as fork. Just because your videos get hella views doesn't mean your business is going to get hella sales. I think because we're so used to instant gratification, instant views, instant likes, instant comments. You can literally pay on dating apps to boost your profile so you can get immediate likes, immediate matches. Because we're so used to this lifestyle, we sometimes forget that good things take time. And I truly feel like I'm just now getting started in my career and I couldn't be happier that now is the time because I feel prepared and I'm ready to go and I'm ready to work even harder for the next 10 to 20 to 30 years, and I can't even imagine where I will hopefully be by then. And the same can happen for you, just like it's happened with all these people that I've listed. Like I said, I am nowhere near where I want to be in my career. I'm just getting started. And even though it has taken me nine years to just feel like I'm getting started, I'm proud of the progress I've made over the past nine years. And I certainly wouldn't be where I am today without taking the risk, moving to LA a week after I turned 18, doing all the internships I did, being prepared to get my first big girl job once I graduated college, being put in rooms with this with people that inspire me and are experts, you know, being in their presence. You want to be prepared for that moment. Because if you're not, you're going to embarrass yourself and hinder your career. Like Take advantage of the fact that you don't have eyes on you and you can really grind and perfect your craft before you have a shit ton of eyes on you. Because let me just tell you, once you have eyes on you, you have a lot of pressure, a lot more pressure than you have right now. A lot of eyes that are ready to hate, tear you down, ridicule you, tell you when you fork up. But if you have a burning desire in your heart and you know what your dream job is, don't avoid that desire or that burning or that fire in your heart. Don't avoid that completely. Sometimes you have to take another job to make it all work, but that's in there for a reason. That's your gut. That's your intuition, being in tune with what you're aligned in and what is going to happen for you. 
And there's going to be a lot of people along the way that are going to say you should stop. And right now is the time to build a really strong sense of self so you're prepared for that moment when you do blow up. I feel like I've shared just a sliver of what the past nine years of my career and life have looked like. I moved to Los Angeles a week after I turned 18. I didn't know a literal soul. I was just talking to someone the other day. I was on a hike with my friend and I literally blacked this out. This explains how fresh and new I was to LA and how much I didn't know and how many people I didn't know because I don't even know someone to ask. This question too, I literally lived downtown Los Angeles being freshly 18 and I had no idea that like it wasn't normal to take the bus. I took the bus to Santa Monica to and from and I was just like vibing on the bus trying to not be scared when there was just like random people getting on the bus naked holding a handle of Tito's like I didn't even have someone to ask like hey is it a good idea to take the bus like no one takes the bus in Los Angeles or a lot of people don't. And like, I was just trying to save money. I didn't want to pay $30 for an Uber to go to Santa Monica. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll take the bus. But like thinking about how naive I was and how ignorant I was to the world of just LA in general and how much I know now, learning experiences I've had have helped me get to where I am now. Looking back on that, I'm so grateful for the experiences I had and some of even the shitty ones or some of the ones where I wasn't even paid. Like I did so many unpaid gigs and productions and last minute things just because I wanted to be in the room with people I wanted to be like. And the fact that I can even get paid for something that I truly enjoy is a blessing in itself. And that inspires me. And sometimes it's good to look back on all the work you've done. And even though you might not be where exactly you want to be or, you know, some of your friends are catapulted way above you, just know divine timing is a thing. Lock in. Trust your gut. Trust your intuition. Trust that the universe has your back and your time is coming. And when it comes, you will be prepared because you listen to this podcast. <laughs> anyway, I hope that all of these stories, including my own, inspired you a little. I know researching all of these people definitely inspired me. And it just goes to show that at the end of the day, good things take time, whether it's finding the perfect relationship, finding the perfect job, finding the perfect apartment, whatever it is you're dealing with. Just know that divine timing is a thing and good things do take time. And your time to shine is coming. Anyway, I love you guys. And be sure to make someone else's day this week. Also, don't forget to follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at TK's Juicy Polls. And if you want to follow us on TikTok and YouTube and Spotify and leave us a juicy review, I would be so grateful. It's just Making Moves Pod underscore on TikTok and Instagram. And then on YouTube, you can just search Making Moves with TK. Comment down below what guests you want me to have on next or what topics you want me to talk about. And I hope you have the best day ever. Love you. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.